What are we doing first? I think it's uh, Barbara first. Barbara. My background is Lauren Bacall. <laughs> because I'm not putting Barbara Streisand on my computer I, screen. I didn't fool with it. <laughs> not, even, not even worrying about it this week. Nope, see no need. <laughs> Say what a natural beauty that uh, Barbara is. For me, it's the accent. It's the accent that kills me in this movie. And there's a lot that kills me about this movie. It's like, I don't know. I don't know if that makes me uh, lean by curious there or something that I'm more offended by her uh, cadence than I am, the, the frizzy hair, the looks. But... You have a thing for um, New York accent women of the Jewish faith, so... Hmm. It just pushes it to say that <laughs> to say that you don't bit. like her, even despite that, is pretty uh, pretty damning. Professor Gregory Larkin found meaning in mathematics. You think he's straight? Oh yeah, he's too boring to be gay. But his relationships. Can I call you sometime? Never added up. Sex ruins everything. I just want to share my life with someone. Someone I'm not sexually attracted to. Professor Rose Morgan understood the human heart. The question is, why do people want to fall in love when it can have such a short shelf life and be devastatingly painful? But longed for a storybook romance. Why? Because we all want passion in our lives and, and romantic love. Hi. Oh, hi. Uh, I saw you pass by. Yeah, I was just passing by. and. Uh... This is Gregory Larkin. Rose, who's on the phone? Be quiet. I'm sorry. No, not you, not you. Who's calling? Gregory Larkin. I thought you were going to wear makeup today. What's the point? I'd still look like me, only in color. You need a therapist. Ah! I'd like to know what your intentions are. I'm not interested in sex. Does anybody want coffee? I can't believe you've been dating for three months and you haven't even kissed. How do you say hello? From the director of The Prince of Tides. Gregory just proposed to me. Do you need a Valium? The story of two people. Sometimes I swear he feels something too, I'm just not sure. Who thought they had found the perfect relationship until things got complicated. We're telling you now that I'd like sex tonight be enough of a warning. Having sex now will ruin everything. That wine, it made me warm. I can fix that. It's okay. You're a very sick man, you know that? Barbara Streisand. I want to feel passion and heat and sweat and madness. I, I want it all. Jeff Bridges. It's not based on passion, although I feel that, or lust, although I feel that. And Lauren Bacall. You really love him, don't you? No matter what you have to do, don't lose her. The mirror has two faces. I know that uh, Miss Streisand is of uh, Jewish descent, but it feels like she's doing a cruel bit yeah, you're with doing her, a... her character. <laughs> you're, it's kind of offensive. You're really acting it up, even though that you are uh, part of the faith. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, all right. Don't worry, Hiro. We're not uh, <laughs> saying mean things about it. I mean, I know that you're in our text thread you were... Uh regaling about the glories of Germany. I didn't know if you had carried on with, uh, with this theme. Look, we all have our bits to play. <clears throat> and yours is... It's comedy. 
Okay. Comedy. You can learn a thing or two. <laughs> <laughs> Bigotry is really where I was going with it, but, you know, that's the answer that Alec Trebek was looking for. No. I'd never be racist. Is everybody recording? I've been recording. So. Oh, yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. I, hope, I was going to say, I hope Jared is. <laughs> Probably not as necessary for it. Let me go shut some doors. Uh, I don't think we missed anything. Um, take away, host. Hyro, this is uh, your pick, right? I think you chose this I over did the English not. patient. I, I, there's no way I chose this. You did. All three of us did. But, yeah. I mean, you were a part of it. Okay. By default, <laughs> I ain't watching four hours of <laughs> yeah. bullshit. It was a gangbang. Um, the mirror has two faces. So we watched the movie a while back for this disgusting experiment of yours, Michael. Um, God, you complained and kick- so much. <laughs> And I'll kick it over to Jared is the um oh. where Janine Garofalo pretty much oh, was like yeah. the brunt of the Uggo treatment. Mm-hmm. Um we get a little bit more here with Barbara Streisand where this whole thing revolves around how fucking fat and ugly she is. <laughs> to Which the point is... where we get a, a I'm gonna be less ugly training <laughs> montage. This is uh doesn't work. Uh, I can't remember who said this, but it was definitely a vanity project, even though we're going on about, oh, I'm so ugly, I never get a date like Jeff Bridges. But, yeah, like, I think um, she's never as ugly as she plays it up, and then she's never as good-looking as she eventually um, becomes or morphs herself so into. So you you don't her. see that big of an improvement? Not really. I mean, uh, Jeff Bridges sure, comes to rip that moo moo off and, you know, talk about whatever. Blonde hair. I mean, she teases her hair a little bit or something. Like, Jeff Bridges walks in and he's like, hop, 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 hop. <laughs> like, I, uh, no, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> I think Barbara Streisand has too much of a massive ego. I actually forgot that this was uh, directed by, this was a Barbara Streisand film until the credits. I was like, ah. Stars, yeah, this, directed, this all, produced. This all makes a lot more sense. Uh, I agree with Jared that uh, she doesn't allow herself to play the extremes um, of, you know, this isn't shallow Hal territory where we're no. going for I don't know, man. Fat I think she, you think she, so? She can be she, fatter and uglier, I, I assure you. <laughs> well, yes, it could be worse. Anything could be worse. I mean, you could chop some limbs off or you know, nose off or something. But here, still I, mean, I think that she, she did a great – it would take a, a large – you have to call Sawyer and, and bring in the big equipment. Uh, but I think she did a great job of casting uh, um, here. Barbara Streisand, well done. Well, she certainly uh, had her fun with it. I think I'll cast Jeff Bridges and Pierce Brosnan to fight over me. Is that the I mean, opposite of uh, what's-his-nuts and chef? Mm. Maybe it's age appropriate. I don't think that neither one of them was ScarJo territory for uh, Favreau. So <laughs> I'll, like a, I'll give her that. If I was leading a project, I think <laughs> my love interest will be Christina Hendricks and Kate Upton. No, mm. I, I mean the former is fine for you, Jared. The latter, maybe, maybe mm. there's a age discrepancy i was i was glad you didn't go for uh what i thought you were gonna do which is this uh will take me five years to get this movie produced so start scouting the 15 year olds that i oh, want cast opposite me. he's like he, he's like uh he's like uh, uh calipari just giving out uh mm-hmm. giving out scholarships mm-hmm. in the this third high grade school's got a lot of talent baby <laughs> i see the potential here mm, i have a stupid question uh, i think i know the answer to this anyone well anyone uh, got the testicular fortitude enough to admit the truth if they had seen this before or not. 
I I had never seen it. I'm the movie layman, so I definitely had not seen this. Look, I mean, we're Hyro makes fun of this experiment we're doing, but mm. uh, at least speaking for uh, you know Jared and myself, uh, we would have been 13 um, around mm. this time period, uh, turning well. I might have been 14 in time for for Barbara uh, to yeah for her to scout me out, I guess, for her production, <laughs> but. 13, 14, you're not interested, I don't think, uh, in a uh, a Barbara Streisand joint about her troubles in relationships, which... Let me tell you, if we had went over to a friend's house and he would have said, I got Barbara Streisand forced to watch tonight, <laughs> there would be a discussion oh. being had. Oh. Let me, I'm let sure me. Derek would have broke that out for you, man. And you, you guys could have had a great old time. Not old enough, I assure you. I think she's like fifty-two during the the, the taping of this. Uh, I mean, Lauren uh, Bacall, yeah, yeah Lauren Bacall, he'd be all over Lauren Bacall. Jesus, <laughs> is there a Streisand movie? You know, she actually doesn't. Uh, she doesn't work that much because I, I. It doesn't take too long before you get to Yentl. Kind of like the J Lo of uh, yeah of her age, right? She would do like an album. She mm-hmm, would, mm-hmm. you know, take some pictures with some famous people. She'd do a movie. She Here's one maybe for a you, play. Uh, a music video credit. So, Mirror Has Two Faces in 96. Uh, the Prince of Tides in 91, which I think she also directed. So, five years between film appearances. But there are some music videos. Here's one from 89 that I think you'd like. Barbara Streisand, We're Not Making Love Anymore. <laughs> what are we doing? No, uh, no subtlety there. I, I mm-hmm. like the uh, straightforwardness. Which direction are we going? Like, are we going in the filthy side, like peg the two hole, or are we like, hey, this relationship is off, let's calm down. Platonic is what I was going for. I, I was going for Bridges, uh, the single Isle of Lucy beds in the same room. That's what, <laughs> that's, oh, see, I was that's going the other direction. For. Like, now we're in filthy territory where, uh-huh. like, uh, a variety uh, of bodily fluids I are involved. I'll tell you what, if we, do, if we ever do 83, uh, 1983 retrospective, uh, Yentl is making the cut just for you, Hyro, because we're going to continue <laughs> this to see how... If she gets younger uh, in the flesh, if you, what did you say, two hole territory? <laughs> Barbara Streisand. My concern about eighty three isn't uh, <laughs> Yentl. The is that your of the concern? <laughs> no, it's not. It's not the, one the film quality. It's the accessibility of the films. Like, will I be able to get ah, it for free? Jesus. Like, how much do I have to pay for this? Uh, shit? Yeah, I definitely don't want to hear that from you because uh, this could be two thousand eighteen movies, and you would be deriding the fact that not everything <laughs> is available to you instantaneously. For I don't know how many services do you pay for, Hiro? Do you pay for anything? Don't does Amazon HBO? Prime count as a service? Because no. I don't really use. No, I love the I love their library, uh, but I within Amazon I pay for Stars, like a good Stars would count. American Mail. Uh, Prime, I'm assuming, is because of the shipping, and like everyone That's else, correct. you just get bundled. And in then you know, Netflix. Stars. So you pay for stars and Netflix. Uh, yeah, yes. TV. And I may actually be still paying for Disney Plus on accident. I got like roped into the hey, you get a free uh, year with your cell phone, and then I forgot to turn it off. Mm. Disney Plus doesn't really do anything for us on a movie podcast. No, not yeah. not what we're trying to do here on Sober Cinema. I I tell you what, gentlemen, uh, this was a tough – it's a tough sit for me because it's mm. a rom-com where I agree with the initial premise of, like, nobody fuck anybody. <laughs> let's not <laughs> – let's do no grand gestures. I agree completely just based on respect 
Uh, no two-hole two territory, as Hiro yeah, put no, it. No pegging. <laughs> no, no. Just what book are you reading? Uh, teach me a little bit about baseball. It's it's nice, Hiro. Why why does Barbara insist on sex in this very pleasant movie up to that point? She says in the beginning, because it feels good. Why does Jared like strap on the Oculus? Because he knows what time it hey, is. It feels good. Hit it again, Sam. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing off the notes you sent me on text. You know, like there's like a robot like jerking himself. Yeah, I hope that's the way the future is headed. I'm investing in it heavily. I do not want to see that version of Wally on Disney Plus starring Jared Dotson. Don't come in. <laughs> Wally goes Apocalypse Now. I says. told you I was in the Matrix. <laughs> I don't understand what this dude's fucking problem is. You know, he's got a supermodel that comes over and just lays the pipe to him. What's the problem here? Like, what is your concern, is, is, sir? Is he a sex addict? Is that what we're led to believe? Without he gets them dizzy when he gets boners. But it's like it completely ruins his life. He, if he has, has sex problems. with anyone. Yeah. Like, is this like Michael Fassbender from Shame, except, you know, not with like AIDS or something or STDs. Just the mere act of having sex. Is it going to kill Jeff Bridges just doing it like once? He just can't take it. We actually never see him have sex with Barbara Streisand. Correct? He, Thank God. He takes Elle McPherson to Pound Town. That's different. How could you not? Maybe that happens. <laughs> think i need to go into any details we need to be mean here on uh, what's the difference between barbara streisand and Elle mcpherson uh, I vomiting i guess I have one and a half good eyes <laughs> i can tell you the differences between streisand post-coital I, shame i my problem with the movie was uh, they get married <laughs> they get married and the charade doesn't end like i thought the entire experiment was just to be like Hey, let's get to know each other first. Let's really let the uh, the the quote unquote love seep in, and then we can get to the banging. But no, he wants to continue this shit after they get married. I thought I was confused for the longest time. I was like, why is he still being approved for? So you thought it was just like a dating safe space they were going for, where we're not putting pressure on the other one at all. We're just spending being, time together. Being two grown up adults about it, we've all you know everybody's had sex by that point. Let's just get to know each other without ruining it first. But, uh, I mean, Barbara wants what Barbara wants. <laughs> <laughs> She's... Jared, would you uh, put up with this? Would you be... accept this relationship? No, I would not accept that of Jeff Bridges. <laughs> <laughs> but... <laughs> Barbara's A-OK. -okay. <laughs> well, she's the one that wants sex, so, I mean, I can't really... <clears throat> I mean, it's on her, too, because you enter into a relationship with a guy that says, I don't want to have sex ever. Here's a question for you, Hiro. <clears throat> so she goes along with this ploy um, because she's similar in that she's had no interest in dating. She has gentleman callers. They're not of Jeff Bridges caliber, but she is leading these men on and she would rather just sit at home and watch baseball, which I thought was kind of a cool character trait. It doesn't mean that she's a pathetic loser. She just seems asexual in that way. That She's got would, other interests. That would help with men, so it, surely. Initially, I thought, okay, this is going to work out just fine mm -hmm. because she didn't seem too gung-ho about it. And really, the upside is that her mom gets off her fucking back. Uh, like, there, I, I have a handsome man. I have eye candy. And we can go out and polite society and everyone can be impressed. But then... <laughs> 
then she wants to have sex with him. I thought Bridges would actually give into it. But would it be more insulting if he gave in and it didn't fuck him up? Like, <laughs> he has sex with Elle McPherson and it ruins his life because it's like, I'll never get that close to the sun again. But if he has sex with Barbara Streisand and it has no effect on him, don't you think she'd be pissed about that too? I find that quite agreeable. <laughs> that, was, that was good. <laughs> oh, so... What's more insulting, I guess, is what I'm getting at. Yeah, I was kind of waiting for the question. Uh, yeah, that's... Ooh. Jared knew. Yeah. Jared just led with more insults. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 unfortunately, I think Jared is right. You know, it's like, fuck it, man. Just... <sighs> yeah. I don't know what to do with this movie, man. Would you do it, Hiram? Would you I give in? Would you give in to Barbara? And take uh, Barbara Streisand to Poundtown? Mm-hmm. Look, I'm not Jared. I'm not turning down a free hot dog. Okay, at the hot dog stand. Would you? Would you enter into this uh, marriage, this sexless marriage with? Oh Barbara? no! Uh, having been married a couple times now, uh... <laughs> marriage Jared, is a Jared and I are not coming to your rescue on this one. Continue. Yeah. Are you saying that that's built in? <laughs> that's implicit with marriage. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying that the financials behind it don't really add up to me. How about that? Uh, there was an episode on uh, Always Sunny where Frank marries Charlie. <laughs> That's all I could think about when I was watching this. <laughs> it's ba- Without sex, there's bound. it's bound to not work, which it doesn't work in Always Sunny either. <laughs> Charlie and I, we're going to get married. Mm-hmm. Who would be the man and who would be the woman in that situation? Neither of you would be the woman. You're both men. Dude, are you kidding me? Is this what you've been upset about the whole time? Which one of us is going to be the woman? Yeah. I'm not going to get my dick cut off and sold to China, spend the rest of my life on a treadmill like this guy. What are you even... What? What? I don't want to be the woman, Charlie, and I don't want to see you be the woman. That's insane. Neither of us would be the woman, dude. We would both be men. We'd be two cool, straight dudes married together. Ooh. Well, I never thought of it that way. One of two dudes getting married, that doesn't seem very gay. Yeah, right? That's not... Well, yeah, right, yeah. Okay, you know what? Let's not argue on this or think about it too much. Two cool married dudes. Dudes. Not gay. I'm down with that. All right, two gay dudes. Gay dudes married. I mean, gay dudes married. Yeah, it wouldn't work here. She looked looked pretty good in that nightgown, though. I ain't gonna lie. Again, she's not as ugly as she portrays herself to be. She's just You're saying pre... uh... Pre-Rocky montage. Pre-montage where she decides to eat Hmm. uh, vegetables and jog. Yeah. God, I laughed so hard at this movie, though. I genuinely laughed. So you had a good time with it? Oh. Absolutely. Okay. Um, I don't think it's what Barbara Streisand intended. I I was laughing at her more Mm. than I was laughing with her, I feel. Um, I had a great time. It's probably one of the best movies you put on. That's so insulting for the movie. Yeah, I had a good time laughing at you, I'm sure. <laughs> That's what the critics would love to plaster on top of the VHS. And I, and I, I sent you my notes. But there's a, there's a genuine, like, I'm looking at the mirror Beauty and the Beast sequence where Barbara Streisand is so self-aware that she's this ugly beast that she literally recreates. Like, be screaming at the, at the mirror. I, I was like, okay, I agree with you, Barbara. You are one, but Barbara the director creature. doesn't agree. She, she doesn't. I mean, I, if if I had just dropped in on this movie and someone said, "Oh, here's the premise," um, you know, she marries Jeff Bridges for 
friendship uh then she wants to to fuck and he doesn't want to fuck um so she tries to make him jealous with james bond like jared i don't know if i just dropped in on the tnt test if i got in the pre-montage sequence i would think oh, okay she's about to get him back i did i didn't i did not look at her as an ugly duckling here now Granted, if Fyro wants to call back to uh, an early episode, uh, Jeanine Graflo over this. But I just don't I don't think Barbara Streisand want, wanted to ugly herself up enough to, to sort of get the point across. Me as just like the layman as far as so you're saying that she needs like a gash or a slice just, or something just, to the She face. just looks like Barbara Streisand to me. So it's like she's a big enough name. She's been a celebrity for decades. So the beginning of this movie, other than maybe how she dresses a little bit at home just for comfort and you know it's pretty baggy attire i don't know it's the male version of that attire i think a vince vaughn movie like you know like adam sandler out in public is that yeah like- yeah adam sandler uh i was thinking i was Jared i kept Dawson. thinking uh vince vaughn hey hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> sorry <laughs> it's the wine uh i just got through editing our swingers episode where you compared yourself to i always saw myself as trent from swingers i always saw yeah, myself as vince stand by it stand by it baby <laughs> Nobody's bigger um, fan than Hyro to Hyro. <laughs> Hyro is you know the Barbara Streisand doesn't show mm-hmm. where he, he does not see himself uglied up enough mm-hmm. to where he could ever be anything but the lead character. And I think that's that's the biggest problem here. She just thought I'm not saying you need to she doesn't need to be Charlie's throne for monster. We don't need to have her in like serial <laughs> makeup, but just just a little levity where as you said, people don't look at her like she's See, I disagree beast. with you completely. You I like think her. that she's perfectly fine in the ugly role. I don't think she comes in up to the other side to make, you know, like what Jared was saying earlier, oh boy walks in the room and his legs buckle and he gets dizzy with the boners. I got that with Elle McPherson so walks wait, in, you get a little scared. So she's ugly enough for you? She's ugly enough for this movie. But not hot enough for this movie. <laughs> That's correct, sir. That's where I'm standing. Yeah, you're, you're coming across worse here. Cause like, strangely, Jared and I are saying, yeah, she's just fine, uh, but not like, ugly enough. She's not superstar, movie star hot. Fine, not, that's true. But she's also not like uh, some uggo that you <laughs> wouldn't even take home at the end of the, night, at the, end of the at bar. The hot dog stand, yes. No, <laughs> Dude, she is but, way better than hot dog stand, let me tell you. <laughs> way better. Yeah, yeah, probably. But is Barbara Streisand <laughs> bringing free hot dogs to the table? God, that's a... That's what a perfection, low Jared. bar. What low bar you've set for me? <laughs> if they bring Jared. hot dogs, you take in anybody up the street. All right, now it's time for me to throw Jared under the bus. Uh, I've been on it. I've edited like five episodes a day of our bullshit mm. over the last six months. Uh, two out of the five episodes, Jared mentions killing himself. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's a lower bar that you've set for yourself. <laughs> but Jared, like you yourself are saying that this dude. Is buckling at the knees for her when she goes hot, and you saying that the movie's presenting to us that she's a flamethrower now, like she's oh, yeah, she's she's dude. showing up out of the bullpen throwing like one ten. I think I'm she's still Barbara Streisand. I think I'm somewhere in the middle, uh, you know. Sure, not not hot, not uggo. Well, you know, she's fine. I agree. Let's, um... But the dude falls over himself. Yeah, that's... in the same manner that he falls over what's her name, hot lady. Um, I, d- I don't know who said this. Um, let's see. Oh, okay. Washington Post review. Rita Kempley. Uh, I found this one. Uh, called it Barbara Streisand's latest folly. Um, <laughs> quote, although meant to be a bubbly romantic comedy, the movie is actually a very public tragedy for Streisand, who still Jesus. can't 
still can't quite believe that she's not Michelle Pfeiffer. At 54, it's time to get over the girlish hangups, forget the noble schnoz, and thank God that unlike Cher, you're still recognizable. Jesus Christ. Wow. God damn. Is there some way you can like, you know what, I'll make the cover art, I'll type that out, and I'll make it like a a JPEG, and that could be... That was rough. That could be the cover. That was. Uh, I just think that is that is woman Rita Kimpley. I mean, I you know I make no assumptions. Sounds like a it's very, not from the mouth of super cinema. <laughs> that's a very personal God. attack. Damn. <laughs> we say a lot of pretty awful shit on here, especially when it wow. comes to the underaged Hiro. Check out our train spotting episode. But um, Boy, hold on, hold on. Calipari over here was just fucking handing out you know third graders you know keys to his hotel room. No, not. He's just saying that a date to be, him young. to be determined later. Mm-hmm. Nothing actually. <laughs> he's putting to... a pin in it. Mm-hmm. He's got There's a he's got a power board. <laughs> he's got like the power board, the draft room. Yes, I was going to compare this. I'll guess. I'll guess. You know, I almost said, you know, we're nice guys, and then we disproved oh, no. that theory very quickly. But uh, Michelle Pfeiffer and Batman Returns. Since Miss Kimpley here mentioned it. Mm. Um, that, I think, is what I'm thinking of as far as more extreme. Yeah, I don't totally buy into it in Batman Returns because I, I know it's Michelle Pfeiffer underneath all that. And she's going to get into like a tight latex suit uh, very soon. Um, but there's at least an effort made to make Michelle Pfeiffer uh, look like a goofball that <laughs> is not really done here with Barbara Streisand. And I'm thinking that's because <laughs> it's not Tim Burton directing Mary has two faces. For all I know, Tim Burton thought that was the hotter version of Catwoman. Was the one with the fucking gigantic oh, yeah. Tim Burton hair. But Barbara Streisand does not do that uh, pre-Catwoman bit with her character here. I don't think. What would you want to see? Like, what? what is necessary? I can't get away from uh, Academy Award winning uh, Best Picture uh, Green Book auteur uh, one of the Fairley brothers was shallow hell. I don't know. You have Gwyneth Paltrow just break chairs left and right or something. <laughs> just have, <laughs> have Streisand do that. Just a fucking wrecking ball in the bedroom. Breaking chairs they, I mean, they, is a pretty good barometer. <laughs> don't really That's set the mood. <laughs> I know you like Hiro because you love Melissa McCarthy. You love <laughs> Melissa McCarthy. That's true. It's more lust than love, but I'll give you that. I like that. I like that about you. Yeah. More lust than love. <laughs> <A> boss. <laughs> love it. Oh, give me that, give me that, uh, that Georgia Kentucky drape in the back of the mullet. I love it. Um, I, I, I don't think she has to go uglier. I, I, I don't know. This is just the wrong shit for her, man. This is like, this, <laughs> this is, is the like wrong a legit... movie for this podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you're saying you have to be uglier. You're saying you have to be hotter. <laughs> None of this sounds appealing. <laughs> None of this is good. <laughs> Let three men tell you what you're missing, baby. <laughs> don't... Do you think Mimi Rogers is hot enough to play the role that she's playing? No, not really. I don't. I, I, I never. I, I don't get in the beginning that she's the hot sister compared to Streisand. At least cast a bigger movie star there. Someone that's in... Compared to Streisand? Come on, brother. She's better looking. She's better looking, but I I don't... Honestly, I don't really know who the fuck Mimi Rogers is. So, I'm saying get someone on Streisand's level there. Like, where was Meryl Streep? Bring in Meryl Streep. Come on. You're supposed to be the hot sister. 
I, I think you and I just do not see eye to eye on. I think if you got to bring on like a like a Kelly Preston at the fifty four year old New York woman who have been acting for decades. Apparently, that is where our our tastes diverge. Uh, Jared and I's our tastes diverged apparently in youth when we were teenagers, and I didn't I didn't realize it. You started hating black people. I don't know if I should just edit that out or just not even respond. I did the <laughs> Time to Kill episode. I love the Martin Lawrence movie, and you did not, bigot. Is that the one with the story about the mall? Were you shunned? I'm not doing a flashback sound effect for this. I called down the thunder on that for the Feeling Minnesota episode, and I hated myself. Uh, I even said it in, in the recording. Like, editor Mike, you're going to hate this. Play a flashback to Hyro's obsession with teenage girls from Trainspotting. And now I'm having to dig back through and listen to another half hour of Trainspotting to figure out what clip I want to use. So no, you make it sound like pain. These episodes are funny. I like listening to them. <laughs> Says the man who's not editing them. How about that? That's different. <laughs> <laughs> I've got kids with pneumonia over here. Don't play that card with me. It's the truth. That's why I'm home all day. Pneumonia. What? You're home all day? I was today. We could have recorded earlier. It gets this worse. Motherfucker. It gets this guy worse. not just saying pneumonia. <laughs> Pneumonia. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Let's get, get some numbers here. Um, this was not the number one movie for the week of... Where the fuck are we? November Surprise. 15th, 1996. Do you know what the number one movie was? New Material. Mm, no idea. And technically, this was third. There was a uh, returning uh, champion that placed uh, second that we've already covered. No idea. Hit me with it. Space Jam. So oh. this is the part of the show where did we make the right choice? We I think we all agree yes. over yeah. English Patient. I'm saying over Space Jam too. I think this has been a lovely conversation of hate. <laughs> I think it's like male judgment, maybe like oh, not hate of the movie. I just mean just hateful words all around. <laughs> oh, at each other, of course. Contentious yeah. with each other, with the movie, you know, standard episode. With Barbara, so, with Barbara, mm -hmm. Barbara's, Barbara, yeah, Barbara's <clears throat> ugly ass. I have such an affinity for Pierce Brosnan. But he's the guy that stands out too far. Like, he's just too charming, too good-looking, like, too out of control. Well, he I'm kind of wasted here, too. <laughs> he did only like yeah. her after the uh, the uh, transformation. He loved her then, he said. Like, did you see that when, when she goes to the park and she runs into, like, an ex-boyfriend, he's, like, with a new love yeah. and he's found love? Mm -hmm. That guy turns around and he looks like the fucking Crypt Keeper. Mm -hmm. And it's so found an equal Crypt Keeper. Like That's they, correct. They look like brother and sister. Yes. So you're gonna <laughs> tell me that the, the the lady who dated that dude is the same lady who dated James Bond? Do you see it with Mimi Rogers? And the fact that Mimi Rogers is, I guess, participating in the great cuckolding that you love in film mm. <laughs> over James Bond is pulling that Mimi off. Mimi Rogers is way more confident too. Like she in her looks and sexuality. You know what I mean? Like she's like quick to brush a dude off. You know what I mean? Like, that is appealing to some folks. I can see that. Who the fuck is she? Oh, my God. She's, the, she's from Austin Powers. Mrs. Kensington? That's right. Is that is she, like, the love interest in the first Austin she, Powers? She's, the like, the mom in the 60s. <clears throat> yeah, that's about right. Prestigious. <laughs> <laughs> I think in real life she was married to Tom fucking Cruise. Like, mm. she's a good-looking woman. She's so, a beard. Uh, <laughs> God, beard. You beat me! God damn it! Quicker <laughs> <laughs> off the draw. Fuck! <laughs> and with that, gentlemen, another episode in the books. <laughs> Jesus.
How are we doing this? Alright. What is happening? I'm calling y'all back. The Scotch on the Rocks. Please, any Scotch will do. As long as it's not a blend, of course. Uh, single malt. Glenlivet, Glenfiddich, perhaps. Maybe a Glengown. Any Glen. Thirsty. I want a beer. What about you? You want a beer? Just a drink. A martini. Shaken, not stirred. That wine is uh, warm. I can fix that. It's okay. The Mirror Has Two Faces is a movie about romance rather than a romantic movie. It's about what we look for, what we settle for, and what we dream about. And the relationship between the two very verbal professors leads to a lot of great dialogue. It's an unusual love movie, but then it's about unusual lovers, and I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it, too, and there are some really, some beautifully written scenes. Richard Lagravenis is the screenwriter, does a good job in some of the passages. I thought there was, I had one problem with the picture, which was that Streisand is a really smart professor when she's lecturing. And I know that there are people who are smart at work and dumb in love, mm -hmm. but I thought she was a little bit too dumb in love. And I think that, that if her character, if he had challenged himself more in the screenplay, in the romantic part, and written her as smart, there, this film would have then kicked into a real I high gear. I had exactly the opposite feeling because I felt she was very smart in trying to deal with this man who presented her with quite a challenge and the mm -hmm. long excerpt from her college lecture frankly didn't seem to me to be Columbia or Ivy League level. It seemed to be kind of like popularized. So I think she was smarter in her personal life. Well, she's having a lot more trouble in her personal life and she's quite successful in her uh, professional. Life. That's right. Coming up next, one of the most ambitious movies of the year, The English Patient, a wartime romance with an international cast.